The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome in. It's the BGN Instant Reaction Show, and cheers to new beginnings. My goodness, we have a lot to talk about. Normally, I'd preface it with the good, the bad, maybe even some ugly, but I think it's all good after what we just saw as the Philadelphia Eagles open up their season. Good news for you out there. It's not just going to be me. I'm here with a crew. Before that, though, as you see, Make sure you are subscribed to what we're doing here on BGN. You're following along, bleedinggreennation.com. Leave us a like, leave us a comment. We're going to get to a lot. Your three words. Today was a huge one. And as always, I'll be joined by my co-host. Jess is in the house. Rachel is producing as well. We have so much. Normally, I think we would kind of just separate it and parse it out with two or three different aspects of, again, good, bad, Ugly, unfortunately for the Atlanta Falcons, this was as bad and brutal as it gets. But screw them, because for us, watching this football game, everything was about the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts first, Nick Sirianni second. Boy, do we have a football team to watch with a lot of exciting things here. So Jess is in the house with me as well. Make sure you follow us both on Twitter. Jess is at Jesse with an I underscore Taylor 21. I'm at Shander's show. And again, Rachel is producing. Honestly. We talk so much, all of us, collectively as a fan base about Jalen Hurts. Some of it was people seeping in, trying to push a trade for other people. The majority of us were like, shut up. This kid can play. I know it's week one, Jess. I know it's the first game of the season of a long season, but there has to be a huge collective exhale amongst all of us after watching Jalen Hurts not play well, dominate. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, we all saw some really, really good things from him last season. It was just surrounded with the drama, the crap, the the bogus reports, and this, that, and the other thing. Every which thing that could potentially have gone wrong within an organization last year is exactly what went wrong. But he was a bright light in what was going on. And even, you know, sometimes I really despise the way that the Philadelphia Eagles operate. And, you know, that is exactly until, you know, right before week one, naming Jalen Hurts the starter officially. Like, sometimes I just really despise the way they do things because it allows for those conversations to continue to happen and the, the continuous, you know, crap outside. But, I mean, he played an unbelievable game today. He looked super comfortable. 
He didn't have those happy feet that he had a lot last year. He ran at the right time. He threw the ball at the right time. He threw the ball away at the right time when he needed to be. I mean, he threw the ball 35 times, but 27 for 35 out of 35, 264 yards and a touchdown combined with 173 yards on the ground for the Eagles. That's a pretty good day, especially for a team under a new head coach calling plays for the first time since a random fluke in 2011. It's a great point. And you look at the command that Jalen Hurts had throughout the game, even after a drive fell short, a couple of times they go for it, they fail on fourth down. At no point did he ever look like he was frustrated, he mm -hmm. was lost. It just looked like he had total command of that football game. And how many times have we seen this? Look, even Carson Wentz before whatever the hell you want to call last year happened. But when the quarterback is on and that feeling just exudes and everybody else reacts from it, it doesn't matter if you're a defensive lineman, if you're a wide receiver, whoever mm -hmm. it may be, that energy was there the entire game and it felt like we hadn't seen that at least in a full season yeah there was there was no energy last year and it was something because right. we we can we were like beating our heads against the table talking about the same things every week there was constantly the same issues and one of those things was there was a lack of energy and it was from everywhere it was from the top down it started with Doug Peterson and went all the way through the rest of the roster and that's, I think, something that I really like about Jalen Hurts is, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, be what he is. He didn't, people weren't drawn to him the way that they're drawn to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has yes. an energy about him that everyone yes. in that locker room can relate to in some capacity or another. He is a very, very, very true leader of this football team. And you could see it from the top down. And you're exactly right. The offense was on to start and the defense was not. The defense did not look good, aside for those two red zone stands that they had. And we, I mean, they only gave up six points, but they didn't look great going up and down the field. You know, Atlanta was able to kind of go right down twice, but continuing with that energy that the offense was able to give them, then they really started to click. Things were happening for them. They were winning the battle off the line of scrimmage, which, you know, the, the defensive front is where the Eagles invest all of their money consistently. They weren't doing much for those first couple drives, and it was pretty disappointing, the running attack that the uh, Falcons were able to get off with there, and they they were able to carry that energy over that the offense provided. So it was a it was a full, full team win today, and we haven't seen one of those in a really long time. No, it's so nice to see a collective ass whooping, isn't it? Well, you don't even have to justify, like, a band-aid on one issue like oh yeah you know they kicked their ass but the special teams look so bad i'm just gonna act like it didn't happen and we'll just have fun we yeah. didn't even have any of that so Nothing. let me throw this out and again we'll get your three words out there we'll continue to look at your chats and throw some out there because this is really about you as much as it is about us interacting here and it is hurt season. Absolutely, Vincent Casey. I think nobody, even the, the person, the idiots out there who are pushing for Watson and other names that don't even belong on this program, have to admit now that Jalen Hurts has earned a season at the very least. And if he can continue to play like this with his feet, there can be something here. He doesn't have to yeah. be Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes in order to lead this team to success. No. And the young talent that is around him continues to make you excited those young receivers the young running backs there was so much to be excited about today and even you know the offensive line a couple penalties here and there um but again a lot of guys that didn't really play in the in the preseason much or, or things like that so you 
look at what they had. And obviously some of those guys are getting older, but you know, a guy like Jordan Mailata, who they just locked up yeah. for a little bit. Isaac Sayamala looked pretty good today and he hasn't looked that good in a little bit. You, you get a guy like Landon Dickerson who, who you want to eventually take over for Jason Kelsey down the line. And, you know, you're starting to see some other things there that if this team can continuously get better, they could be scary for a long time. There were two things, and I want to get your thoughts on it, chat here as well, as we see people already pumping in the Mylotta love, and he deserves it all. Jess is all right. They locked this young man up, and he is just mauling people on the field like a rugby game. It's great to see, isn't it? Did you see him run over that one corner? <laughs> yes. That was immaculate. RIP to that guy. I'm so <laughs> sorry that happened to you week one, but oh, my God. Yeah, that's brutal to have that happen week one, right? Just, you know, maybe in week eight when your team's already out of it, you can kind of hide right. on tape. But week one, when everybody's watching, oof, that was brutal. That here's was here's what I think. I'm sorry. I, I was going to ask you, as far as Jalen Hurts is concerned, the, the one guy that I think actually benefited the most, and, man, Miles Sanders is just ridiculous with the ability to how fast he can get down the field. We'll talk about Sanders and Gainwell, kind of that marriage there, because I think they've got something for sure. Mm -hmm. But – I felt like of all people, and it's crazy because we don't talk usually about a head coach like this, but Nick Sirianni, I think, needed this game more so than anybody. And Jalen Hurts, like that energy and, and, and people reacting to it and that trickle-down feel with it, it's easy. It's like tangible. We can see linemen. We can see Devontae Smith, Zach Ertz, who had a couple of big catches. But I think for Nick Sirianni to step in, and have a guy like Hertz who also could bail him out with his legs a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Like it's really, I think we talk about that collective exhale. I don't know if anybody felt better about what they had in Jalen Hurts and also just kind of getting through that first hurdle than Sirianni. Yeah. I mean, especially I said this earlier, a guy who has never called plays before he's been a position coach and he's really truly you know they, they kept saying it on the broadcast he's still almost just like a wide receiver and that's what mm -hmm. he wants to talk about and that's what he really likes and he hasn't had the reins like this ever and you know people can say what they want about the press conferences and this that and the other thing and you know you could tell that he was a guy with energy who was excited to get in the building and I think that someone that the players really like and the players can really relate to. And it's, you know, I hate to allude back to, to, you know, the previous one more time, but Doug Peterson always said that, you know, him and Carson Wentz were in a marriage. As long as one of them was there, the other one was going to be there. And they were kind of in that thing together. Well, we, it, they exited together. So we've got a new version of that in this Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts thing. And Jalen Hurts wants to keep this job and he needs Nick Sirianni to be on point for that. And Nick Sirianni wants to keep the job and he needs Jalen Hurts just as bad. Like they need each other just as badly to each be on point. And especially, I mean, things like earlier this week, they were talking, he said, you know, we have very open dialogue. If Jalen doesn't like something, but the rest of us do, Hey, we're not going to run that because Jalen doesn't want it. Jalen doesn't like it. I'm like, Oh, what a time to be alive. Yes. Thank you, yes. God. And I, I mean, they, they, I think they're really in this thing together and they, they have a really good relationship and trust. And I don't think that trust has been there for a long time in that coach quarterback relationship within That's the That's an awesome, yeah, we saw that deterioration, right? Oh, and yeah. for anybody who's left a toxic relationship, even if it's been, you know, because it, it's always the other person's fault and I have no sure. problem believing that, right? But anybody who's left that, you know, you kind of have that feel of it. This is more of a unique situation where it's like a three person where you have the front office involved as well. And it was kind of just like, well, 
you still had the front office here. And I think there was some concern about would that linger? Would that hover over the two new components in Hertz and Sirianni? And as Vincent Casey and others have alluded to, you brought this up here with Sirianni as well on the show. He called a great game. And even when there was a player, like I have no problem with him going for fourth down on multiple times in which they got stuffed because they were moving the ball at will, Jess. Yeah. They were move- they they could do whatever it was they wanted to do. And you know, there were a couple times that I, there weren't necessarily play calls I disagreed with. I still think there were a couple early season work some things out and you know, Atlanta being as bad as they are in addition to how well the Eagles were playing, it was a good time for them to work out some of those things and allow some of those things to unfold and it not cost them much because they were up by so much and they were playing so well on both sides of the ball. They really have to mention Devonte Smith. And I know Rachel has some tweets for us as three words to describe what went down, especially I know a lot of people from Jalen hurts, but I mean, just a thought on Devonte, please. I'm so happy. The, the worst part is like, so I'm, <laughs> I love I it back, because we can all believe it in your voice. I go back to draft night and they trade up. And I was still sitting there biting my nails because I'm like, (laughs) is Howie still going to ruin this? Like, is he going to mess this up? It's right here. And I just see it be going terribly. And I just, I mean, (laughs) finally, just the, the obvious choice. And he looked so composed. For a rookie, he is a star. Week one, he is an absolute star. I just, I struggle buying jerseys because... I always have a fear. I tend to buy jerseys and then and then people get traded. So I stop buying jer- jerseys and I'm I'm going to break that rule for Devontae Smith because that's not going to happen. He's going to be here for a long long time and otherwise we riot. Right. You have a track because record? I do. Hey, wait, who, who was, was the last one, do you know? Well, okay, the last jersey I actually bought it's... was Bryce Harper and I knew that okay. was going to be safe because there was a no trade clause there and I could get 13 years of wear out of that jersey. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the last Eagles jersey I bought was. I thought I it'd be the, maybe a Wentz one after 2017 and it's No, like, I think oh. the last jersey I bought was a Jordan Matthews jersey and we stopped after that. That was the last one okay. and we were like, you know, it we're just going to we're going to call it there. Cuz I had I, thought, I had my Deshaun Jackson jersey and then he was yeah. I bought it like a year before he left too or got you know the whole fiasco whatever <laughs> but I and I was like now what and I got to wear it again for a year which was nice but I I yes. just I, I I struggle and I usually don't but even earlier I was like I want to buy a Jalen Hurts jersey but I do not trust this organization Yeah, yeah. No, and, but, and nobody would blame you on that one. You no. can break the streak, I think, with Devontae Smith. He ain't going anywhere. I think I'm going to break the streak because, my God, he played. I, I, it just – it. I mean, the first first NFL catch – I know there was a preseason, but that the first catch in a regular season NFL game, 18-yard touchdown, perfect ball, perfect catch. I mean, what? it doesn't get much better than that. That's amazing to see it. Zach Ertz was involved. Dallas Goddard was involved. Just this offense clicking the two running backs as well. It's all, it's got Brandon Lee Gowton here. BLG on the chat, pushing the Eagles now at 20. I thought 17-0 on Twitter was a little bit, but here's BLG being like, no, no, no. We're going to bump 17-0 and go the full 20-0 here. I love it, man. This is amazing to see the start here. I'm absolutely with 20-0. 
I, I support that completely wholeheartedly. You know who else I really enjoyed seeing get involved today and do some really positive things, including a touchdown? Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager, yeah. That I am so, so, so happy to see. After the year he had last year, obviously it was just a rough year for everybody, but as a 22-year-old kid coming into this city and kind of struggling the way he did, I I wanted him to do well so badly, and there were times when he made it a little difficult. I am so, so, I'm almost, I, you know, like I knew Devontae Smith could do that. I'm almost happier for Jalen Rager today because of the way he played. I think it's a, it's great to see the the point you raised there manifest on the field because I feel like we've made this mistake a couple of times. Sometimes mm -hmm. it, it's like, all right, no skin off our back. It, it's not a big deal. Other times it's like, well, maybe we shouldn't have come down on Brandon Graham so hard. You know, Nelson Aguilar can actually catch the football in spaces and times like that. And with everything associated with Justin Jefferson, it felt like it was just a no-win battle for mm -hmm. Jalen Rager. And he comes out, and you're right, there was some great spacing. I mean, that touchdown run alone, the effort there to get in, these are all positive signs that I think the team builds on, right? And, and that's right. the biggest thing. You see these sometimes in a crazy game. It's a huge play. Somebody falls down. It's a penalty that works your way, whatever it may be. And you think, how sustainable is this? I feel like, Jess, and the chat out there as well, we're going to get to your tweets here with Rachel in a second. But I feel like the majority, if not everything that we saw, hello, was sustainable. This yeah. is all stuff that the team can build on. And that's why we're seeing 17 and 0 and 20 and 0 and Gainwell for president and all this other stuff. <laughs> the Gainwell for president is one of my favorites. That's a good one. I like that. I liked I liked what I saw from him today too. That I mean, I, the balance when was the last time we saw a balanced attack like this in the air and on the ground? I mean, e everything today, say what you want about Atlanta being terrible, they were predicted to win. They were projected yep. to win this game today. Say what you want about oh, they're actually a terrible football team. They usually are a terrible football team. That was a really well done game. I and and I, you know we we talked about the plan for this show being you know let's let's start with the things we like and talk about the things we didn't like and you know the conversational roll from there. I can't really think of anything I didn't like today. I didn't like that they punted four times. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count? Okay. Yes, I think if you wanted to slam your hand on the table, damn it, they punted four <laughs> times. Are you freaking kidding me? If I have to say something, that might be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sure there's a ton of reaction that you've already pulled on Twitter. Yes. So huge shout out to everyone who was commenting. We asked you guys to drop using three words. How are you feeling about Jalen Hurts? We know that he had a stellar performance today, and I think he shut up a lot of these haters. There was so much talk about him going into this game, like Jess just mentioned. People were doubting on him. There was a lot of haters out there, but this was the week one performance that we wanted to see. So I just wanted to read off a couple of, couple of the comments and make sure you guys keep you know throwing them out here because we want to see them. Uh, what's a name anyways? It says, at Juvenile Bluster said, very, very hopeful. And I think that's one that stands mm. out because we need him to be our franchise QB, you know? So the way that he started off this week one, we're hopeful, we're optimistic moving forward throughout the remainder of the season because of the re remainder of the season because of the way that he started. And another one that I saw that I thought was actually like really, really funny, it says confident swag leader. And we want that in yeah. our, we want someone who's going to be confident 
like Aton was talking about earlier, earlier, he commanded the offense. We know that this is his team and he's really confident. Jess, did you, I know you had mentioned a little bit his chemistry with Nick Sirianni. Did you guys see the tweet that was going around with their handshake? Handshake? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. They have a handshake. The swagger is sprinkling off onto Nick Sirianni. We I'm need here that. For it. Yes. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So, whoever overall tweets are positive, like, all of the tweets are positive. Solid performance. Our franchise QB. We back, baby. I love it. So keep the comments coming, guys. Are we sure that Nick Sirianni didn't have a handshake with Phillip Rivers? No, I have no idea. And it wasn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> a, ni- it's just a, nice, a nice firm right. handshake coming off the field. It exactly. Was, there was an well air done, guitar sir. involved well done, here. Well done. Yes. It was cool. Yeah, there was air guitars involved. I, I yeah. love everything that, that happened. Yeah. I'm looking at the responses here, too. One of my favorite ones, it's a statement game. That's a good. Nail on the head. Yeah. Nail yeah. on the head. It just shows you. I mean, I think part of the thing that was really about this about this year, um, the ex- expectations weren't they, they didn't exist. There were none. There were no expectations right. going into this season. And I think the last couple of years, obviously, you know, going the new norm and doing the whole thing and paying a quarterback hundred twenty million dollars and and you know X Y Z, they it made a difference. All of these, it forced you to nitpick because you expect greatness out of those things. Mm-hmm. Right now, anything positive is the best day ever. So yep. this blowout of Atlanta, I I can carry this till next Sunday. Yep. My week is going to be fantastic <laughs> because there, there were no expectations. So anything is going to be positive. My expectations for the year were circa 2016, Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, and you get some positives here and there. They go seven and nine or, you know, whatever the math works out to be this year with with the 17 games. But you go through those games and you, you're you like, OK, there's a lot to improve on here. They didn't make the playoffs, but there's a lot that you can see happening. And then they come out and win a Super Bowl. That was my expectation for the year to see things that I liked see things that they could build on, see some flashes of young talent that can hopefully continue to improve. And this was a performance surprise that they can build on. Like you just yeah. mentioned, this was a performance that they can build on. Yeah. And they can distract me from the fact that the Phillies just lost again. Well, we were trying to keep this a positive show, Jess. Sorry. You know, I'm sorry. It just popped up. I the, the phone notifications, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. That's what. tough. It, it was line of vision, right? Yeah. Blame I, it on that. I know. I'm trying to keep up with the Twitter over here, and it popped up on the phone, and I uh, R.I.P. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rich underscore Bobby. I I apologize if that's a different pronunciation there. I haven't enjoyed a game like that in a long while. Beautiful. And I think there are two separate themes that are not, you know, competing, but they're congruent right here, which is 
the team and the energy from the team and everything we saw from Jalen Hurts, from coach to player, just falling in line with that. And then us, all of us, like to have this feeling again. And I think you put it perfectly where this is curved. Now, look, we'll have fun 17 and 0, 20 and 0, gain well for president. But the reality is, is that our emotion is basically we've set these parameters up from a week to week basis. And I think some of it is the circumstance where Jalen Hurts is essentially playing this year for his job moving forward. So we know that we can't really get ahead of ourselves. We've gotten ahead of ourselves in the past for better or worse, but I think the circumstances of this football team, this is crazy, Jess, because I don't remember really as a fan for a long time being on this planet, a little bit longer than you and others on here that I felt this way where it's like, even if I want to get ahead of myself, I feel like there's a governor in my car where it's like, I want to speed and go 85 on the fast lane, but the governor's been like, chill out. You can only go 65. So yes, there's so much to build on. There's so much that's hopeful. Rich and others, ourselves here, haven't felt this way in a while, but we know that it's it's limited in this week-to-week basis and we can be excited every week. Look, even at the opposite, if this team, and we're not rooting for this to happen, but if this team goes out and gets their ass kicked by Kansas City or Tampa Bay, I think it's the same thing where it's all being in these parameters of like, look, this is a week-to-week job being a fan, something that we haven't had maybe ever for people following this team. Yeah, it's I, I, I really like that phrasing of it. It's a, it's a week-to-week, you have to prepare yourself for anything. Anything could happen and you could feel any which way after, after <laughs> these games. So we're going to take the positives that we get and we're going to enjoy them and we're going to enjoy not being at each other, other's throats on Twitter. We're going to enjoy not having to fight over every little thing. We're going to just enjoy it until next week when hopefully we get to enjoy it again. At least we get to tailgate before we enjoy it. That's true. Being home for this is going to be very special. You get a performance like that to where Jalen Hurts is dominating, the offense is moving, the running backs. We talked about the balance that we haven't seen in a while. And yes, Gainwell getting a lot of love there, but clearly Miles Sanders, and that's what I think we've all wanted and expected from mm-hmm. Miles Sanders is to get out there in space and to get the opportunity in an offense that would really sh- let him shine. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Cool. Next 200 Hertz past the eye test. If anybody what? was holding out because they only saw 10 snaps in the preseason. And I was concerned about that just to see how sure. the first game would play out. Right. But I, there is no argument right now. Here's, here's what I would say about Hertz and to cool next 200 point about this. Nobody's putting him in Canton. Nobody is saying that he deserves, you know, the the most money, this ridiculous contract to be the highest paid player mm-hmm. in the NFL. But from last year, where he went over 300 yards a bunch towards the end of the season, to what we saw in game one, how could anybody deny that he's a player in the NFL? Yeah. That he can play this position. I don't think anybody ever, this has been my biggest argument on Twitter as of late. I, no one ever said that he couldn't play that he shouldn't play, that he was couldn't be the guy somewhere. It was just the way that things unfolded were really unfortunate for the 
current at the time and for Jalen as well. He didn't ask to be in some BS situation like that. That just wasn't good. That wasn't good for anybody. That was the most toxic of environments, toxic work environment for anyone and everyone involved. And no one ever doubted what Jalen could do. It was just the situation itself was so unfortunate. And I'm just so excited to continue to see him build and grow and continue to get better alongside these younger receivers, you know, guys like Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, the young running back core. They've got a lot of really good young talent that they can all continue to build on each other and help each other get better and and you know take this team who knows if they continue to play like this the sky could be the limit for for some of these young guys as they continue to get better bgn instant reaction show again make sure you're subscribed you want to leave us a like we would definitely appreciate that truly helps the channel out for both a subscription and also to hit that thumbs up make sure you're subscribed to what we have going on and also as we see more chat coming in as well I did see this from Anthony Fox, and I guess you, if you wanted to look at it, like the first quasi, I won't say full negative, because he does clarify that he's not anywhere near out on Hertz, but this is really the first time that we've got on the show somebody coming in with a level of criticism for Jalen Hurts. So he didn't stretch the field, not even close to being out on Hertz, but he may not be in that top tier that you need him. I'm certainly encouraged by him. And I think this is where... I hate to use the term nitpicking because it has a negative connotation to it. But to your point about if we really wanted to find something beyond, of course, that they punted four times that would upset us, it might be, all right, if you looked at something, what's what's past tertiary, like four or fifth on that list. All right. But at the same time, the game flow didn't necessarily ask them. They weren't in a shootout. It yeah. wasn't like Calvin Ridley had 10 grabs, a buck 80, two touchdowns gauge as well so it's not like they really needed to at that point so i'm not really going to say for anthony's comment and i'll throw to you on this jess i'm not really going to say that we saw him in a position where he had to stretch the field routinely that one pass to to zach Ertz that was underthrown. okay that happens but i'd rather that happen in week one than week 10 week 12 week 14 where it's a recurring thing yeah i i after being so miserable last year, I am not going to go out of my way to look for reasons to be annoyed today. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm not, I, I, I agree. Like the the term nitpick does have a negative connotation and that's not what, where I'm trying to go with this. It's just looking for things to, to have a problem with, which takes a lot more energy than just being pleased and satisfied with today especially because the expectations were so low pleasantly surprised and happy with what we saw yes I uh, you know you're you're absolutely correct though the game didn't necessarily call for it because the the defense was able to really do their job and get a handle on Calvin Ridley Kyle Pitts did not make an oh, impact yeah. at all um so so you know the the Eagles were able to keep that in a in a spot where you know Matt Ryan needed to take those shots Jalen Hurts didn't. He he did what he needed to do, and that offense did what they needed to do, and it was good enough for. I mean, how how many points did they put up today? Thirty two. Is that what the yep, final score ended up being? Yeah, yep. thirty two points. Uh, thirty two points. The defense only giving up two field goals. I am going to go to sleep a happy, happy <laughs> woman tonight. I am not going to yep. complain in the slightest. <laughs>
No, I, I love it. Especially week one. <laughs> yes. You, but this is the gift of a victory like this on week one, where you don't have to overthink it and you could just start the season off on a great tone. And, you know, as we wind down, any more we'll squeeze in here as well on the chat. Jonathan Gannon, the, the game in which he called, utilizing the strengths of that defense, this is a bad football team in Atlanta, which I'm not using as an excuse. I'm saying, yes, you want to see a team take advantage of a bad team in any professional sport. But it doesn't you, you never want to see a team play down. Right. Yep. And we have that happen a lot with the baseball team. I'm yep. sorry you opened the door. But yeah, well, <laughs> we tried to close it. You opened it back up. You kicked that My right fault. back in. My fault. But Gannon <laughs> called one hell of a football game. And mm -hmm. this team. In Atlanta, this offense made a living last year, as bad as they were, being able to move the ball when they were down significantly, when there were gaps that they tried to close. So to hold off these three guys in Gage and Ridley and Pitts and really just pressure Matt Ryan, get in his face and make it so difficult, zero points in the second half. That to me is so impressive, Jess, because this is normally when the Falcons shine. Normally when the Falcons in the past, even when they've been a dog shit team, have been able to turn around and at least put a point or two or maybe 14 up. That was super impressive. That probably won't be talked about enough because obviously we want to talk about Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and Sirianni and Gatewell and all these other things. But to have a defensive coordinator that blitzes and also has a feel of everything going on, three tiers of his defense was as refreshing as anything we've seen today. Yeah, I didn't have to scream about linebackers for the first time in like years, which was awesome. I didn't even think about it until right this second. I was like, wow, I didn't have a problem with a linebacker today. I, I totally agree with you. He called a great game as well, had a great feel for, for what was going on there. And just, I mean, the last year, the second half of games were when the Eagles truly lost a lot of those, a lot of those matchups. And even to, you know, the, the game later in the season when they beat the saints, when, you know, Jalen hurts first game, they still gave up 21 points to the saints in the second half. The saints almost won that game. And I don't think, I think the defense was able to hold them and the Eagles won, but the Eagles didn't score any points in the second half either. And same thing in Dallas, they put up, you know, however many points in the first half the following week, and they didn't score again in the second half. So, um, you know, the the adjustments were there when they needed to be there on the offensive and defensive side. And, you know, especially after the way that Mike Davis was able to run all over that defense in that first mm -hmm. quarter, the way that they tightened that up and 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 closed out the rest of the game. No complaints from me from Jonathan Gannon right now flawless today the only Love thing it. that and i'm surprised somebody didn't try to sneak in a what the hell happened to quez watkins after that first series but nothing you couldn't even scrape that up out there this was as flawless of a victory as you will find on all three areas of the game awesome incredible way cheers to new beginnings not only here but for the philadelphia eagles as well we're going to be here all year there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening by all means make sure that you are following along everything all the reaction on bleeding green nation bgn of course radio as well where we have the instant reaction show following the philadelphia eagles as soon as they're done we'll be on here leave us a like make sure you are subscribed also that you're following all of us on twitter all three of us on twitter at shander show for me at jesse underscore taylor 21 at Rachel Monique as well. We appreciate her for doing 
a fantastic job producing this show. This is a great week. Go to a sleep great happy, week. Jess. I'm going to go it. to sleep happy. What does make me nervous, though, is didn't the 49ers put up a 40-piece today? Well, I, I think last time I checked, Detroit did climb all the way back, only because I had them at both seven and a half and eight and a half. Detroit climbed all the <laughs> way back. All right. So it was 41-33. I don't know. That's probably the best thing. Look, Ryan Fitzpatrick went down. We saw Dak and company lose Thursday night. There's a lot of things to look at right here with this. You know the Giants are going to lose this game. So Always. Philadelphia Eagles are terrible. the NFC East. Yeah. I mean, you might have a, you know, that might be first place, baby. First place. All I got to do is not lose it. But That's right. yeah, I mean, 49ers come to town next week. Trey Lance only threw one that one pass today for the touchdown. Yeah, that's all they did. They brought him in just for that. And then they, I nice. guess they tried to fool Detroit thinking that uh, they, maybe they there was a threat a of him switch. coming back in. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. But yeah, I mean, they put up 41 points today. So they come to town next week and we'll see what happens. That'll be a fun, a fun home opener. That's going to be the most fun home opener we'll that we've there. had probably since the first one after the Super Bowl because oh, last year, I mean, it was non, non-existent really. And it's been disappointment after disappointment before that. So this is going to be a fun one. I'm probably going to ugly cry. It's fine. <laughs> well, as Andy Reid once said to everyone out there, enjoy the win. We'll be back following what we hope to be and can expect to be following this offensive explosion, a win, a home win against the 49ers. Well, we'll talk all about it there again. Thanks again for riding with us. Make sure you are subscribed. It's the instant reaction show here on BGN radio for Jess, for Rachel. I'm Aton. Have a great week. And we know you will after that Eagles win.